Hello, ladies and gentlemen out there in Radioland. This is those muckrakers coming to you live once again through the power of the internet. I'm Pat. I'm Pete. I'm Bobby. And this time we're actually live in episode 126. Like we're actually live this time. We're live on Facebook. We're streaming. We're streaming episodes. So all of y'all out there that aren't aware, we are on YouTube at youtube.com slash thriftington post, all one word. But also apparently on, oh, what is this? Peter Awesome Danger. Is that your, um, yeah, that's where we can see ourselves? I was about to give, if I had finished reading that out, it would have given away your name. (laughs) It's... Uh, sh- should I get? Should I give people your uh, your full name? Docs you here live on the, the episode. I feel like I'm pretty Why well. We have more viewers. I don't know. We keep posting this to our personal pages. <laughs> Facebook.com/slash Peter Awesome Danger Griffin. You can find us there live whenever we go live, which is miscellaneous. I'm like, gonna have I don't so know. Many... We don't really have. It's I'm just bad. sort of whenever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we're, we're, yeah. We, we can't even get our own schedules together. We're not going to follow any of our viewers' schedules. Yeah. We're right. also on Discord, but we're not accepting new members there. I just like saying that we're on Discord because it makes us sound cooler. Um, I have if, a YouTube channel that five... I haven't done anything on in a while. If five different viewers ask me for the Discord link, I will open up the Discord link to the public and let people start <laughs> joining it, and I will post well, there and do I mean, whatever. But as it stands, now, nah, if there's not enough interest, then fuck it. We're starting yeah. to gain ground in that we got an email from a... Um, a guy who made us think we had a really juicy conspiracy, and then it turned out he was just a disgruntled employee. Yeah, yeah. we We're got. So I was so excited. Dude. Everyone should be more grunt. Everyone should be more disgruntled, especially with yes. the way things are going. But also, like I, we are, this sounds a lot like an I, "Am I the asshole?" thing. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this is. See, we are a group that is always on the side of you know, the individual, right? We never take the corporation side. So when we say, yeah, no, the corporation's probably in the right here to be suspending this guy, you know, he probably fucked up. So uh, we'll we'll still discuss this case in more detail since he asked us to, why not? Like we have all the information. Do we want to, uh, do we want to well, start we with all the information that he was able to give us? There was a, yeah, we only got Westlaw. his side. Mm-hmm. Is, is that, is that the name of the website? It's, it's been, it's been recorded in a few uh like legal journal mm-hmm. articles and because he like is currently like, suing the company to anyone who's not like going to harvard law school so you know we we don't have access to that so literally we just have what the guy sent us right, we don't have right. you know the big picture which yeah. I'd, I'd like to imagine if it wasn't 2021 it would have come to us in a greasy envelope you know with a hastily scrawled return address no, it's a guy, right. a guy in a trench coat agreed to meet was, me in a parking garage. Yeah. <laughs> I was excited though. Like we're always giving out our info, which is, you know, those muckrakers at gmail.com. If you'd like to send us your own, am I the asshole story or your own dear Wesley, which is a letter that we read to Wesley and have him tell us what he thinks. I remember when one time we actually had a Russian troll that was like trolling us on YouTube. We and- had a we had a nice comment. We, we finally got a non-troll comment in the YouTubes. Well, we like, were we were so excited with this Russian troll that we both started like talking to him at the same time and he gave yes. up and left. Oh, I wrote like <laughs> paragraphs to him. I was excited. I wrote him a dissertation. We were just so excited to talk to like a troll and this guy's like, fuck this. I don't have the time. He didn't realize that, especially back in, what was it, 2015, 2016, I spent all my time on Twitter just like responding to trolls and Trump supporters. I wasted I've wasted hundreds of hours talking to those people. I have so many memes that I used to like spam send them in different situations. And because like all conversation and all discourse would inevitably break down whenever, you know, you give them like strong 
uh, strong evidence to the contrary of their fundamental beliefs in life. And then they'll just get mad and start yelling. And, you know, then it's time to bust out the memes. Yep. So uh, do after, wanna... after spending all that time doing that, I, uh, of course, never back down from trolls when they respond to our own YouTube channel. Of course, I'm going to address them. But yeah, yeah, what is, do to start with the news today? Uh, I have sure. Can, can I, can I yeah. go first? Sure. Yeah, sure. Oh, sure. Uh, so according to the Washington Post, uh, WAPO is reporting that uh, this is basically in their, 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 their political beat. So one thing that, you know, really, I don't know if you guys know this, but really kicked off at the beginning of the year was the idea that the election was stolen specifically from President Donald Trump for President Joe Biden. I don't know if you guys know this. There was a big brouhaha at the Capitol on January 6th. It wasn't a very good look for the Republican Party. So since then, a lot of them have been trying to, as much as possible, distance themselves from the election conspiracy theory and the resulting January 6th riot uh, insurrection at the Capitol. Uh, but they have also like simultaneously, I'm, I'm going to distance myself from that. OK, it was um, a very orderly, you know, tour group that came through and I was fine with it. But the Democrats had a huge problem with it. So, you know, they, they had to be escorted out. Now some people are going to jail or something. Anyway, uh, really, really, um, really, really quick, but really, really funny. The one of the one of the 600 defendants in the insurrection trials that are starting and going on right now, which they're, they're not going to be done next year. This is going to be something we're talking about throughout the midterm election are these insurrectionists and the charges against them. Well, anyway, this one guy. So a lot of them thought they got away with it because they went home that night, but we are still to this day like hunting them down and arresting them. It's I mean, fantastic. I'm sure some people, that would be absolutely amazing if it's just now an American tradition is finding people who were at the January 6th insurrection. But anyway, is it weird uh, that I wanted to go? I wanted to go to the insurrection, not as an insurrection, but I just wanted to walk around with like my phone on live stream being like, I'm, sta it. I'm state's evidence. I'm getting everybody's face. <laughs> hey, what's what's your name, sir? FBI, get well, at me. This is my address. Anyway, so uh, one of the defendants, I can't find the article for it. It's not it's not the Washington Post. I've just decided to talk about this first. But um, so one of the defendants, he's a 23 year old man. Um, both the uh, Virginia district attorney, because he's being prosecuted in the state of Virginia, the um, the public defenders, the, the district attorney there in Virginia and the judge overseeing these hearings, because he's just in pretrial right now, have been desperately trying to get him to not represent himself. I read about <laughs> this. This was amazing. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. So, so he um, he not only got on the stand, he was facing like three charges, like, you know, uh, uh, violations of like, no, you know, uh, all no, those people kind of don't like, seem to understand like, that what lawyers do primarily yeah. is make sure that you don't go to jail for 10 times longer than you could have gone yeah, to jail exactly exactly so this guy is like going on trial it's like i think it's like breaking and entering um unlawful entry to a federal building being on federal property trespass that kind of thing he, anyway he's watched so, way too many uh legal so shows he probably thinks he knows the law the the assistant district attorney um got out of him not only I'm one of the people who broke a window. Whoopsie daisy, that's another federal violation. Uh, yeah. I smoked pot in a congressional office. Whoopsie daisy, that's another that's another felony. And uh, whoopsie oh God, felony. So his charges went from like three things. He's now at like two dozen. And the yeah. judge is still trying to get him to not represent himself, but he's going to continue to represent. Himself. I read a I read a clip from his Bye. 
for like 25 years like yeah i read a but, clip from like his meandering um like presentation in front of the court and apparently oh it lasted and he would just sprinkle in like latin phrases like well you see uh tempest fugit your honor <laughs> thereby ipso facto it turns out and also freedom riding eagles backs like six in Tyrannus. What? No, you said that wrong. The judge. The judge. Six in Tyrannus. I wish I terrible lizard. <laughs> I wish I had written it down. The judge said something about this isn't like an undergraduate presentation. This is like a right. court of law, and nothing you've said has made your case any better. Oh, I strongly I urge you to get a lawyer. That. Is that is that is is he like pre-law or something? Is that what he's representing himself? Oh, no, he? no, he's I believe he's that, that would like, make a tiny bit more sense. He's but, one of yeah, he's yeah. he's one of like I believe he's one of the sovereign citizen guys. Oh um, fuck. That yeah. makes more sense if you guys, as to why he's doing this. If you guys this. don't know who the sovereign citizen uh movement are, just to give you a brief overview, they are We've people had episodes that, on them before. They refer yeah. you back to those, of course, but <laughs> they go ahead. Ba- they basically believe that through a couple of key phrases. Uh, that they found the um, like Konami cheat code. Not the- not even not even in the Constitution that our laws are based upon, but rather in the Articles of Confederation, right. which was the document preceding our current Constitution. But they they found like some they they found like some typos that mean that they are no longer subject to U.S. law, um, and so they always do this weird shit where they're like, if I just defend myself and I explain that I'm no longer subject to U.S. law. Then they have to let me go. And then every and they're time hyper, they're hyper fixated on like if the flag in the courtroom has an, gold yeah. fringes on it. Yeah, so yeah, then yeah. that automatically makes it a naval flag. So they start questioning, oh, is this maritime law? And the judge is like, no, sir, this is traffic court. This I believe. Is- <laughs> yeah, I believe it was. I can't yeah. it was in America because these people are also in England. It was in America or England where uh, the guy goes, you know, what? I'm citizens arresting the judge. And then he attempts to climb over the judge's like death. Oh, no, the bailiff will tackle the fuck out of him. Yeah, he got the oh. fuck tackled out of him. He was taken down. He was not allowed to. He was not allowed <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, you're attack. not allowed to attack the judge in the middle of a court proceeding. Well, he was affecting a citizen's arrest. Um, they're kind of like, you remember the old Bugs Bunny cartoon? He'd be like, I have you. And then like he's like, on the contrary, I have you. That's mm-hmm. their general, the the that's the the depth be, of their legal You will knowledge. be going to jail for uh, contempt to court if you try to arrest the judge, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, not like, even like that's, not even, not even like gonna him. be a much worse <laughs> sentence for him. Yeah. Um, the one guy, this might be the same guy, or it might be a different guy. If he's the one I'm thinking of, he actually um attempted to uh like threaten the judge's family so the judge would be removed from the case. Um which apparently is a really what? bad. Yeah. So apparently it's really bad to threaten the family of a federal judge in hopes judge, that now you listen to here. Oh, yeah, It'd be yeah, a yeah. shame was, if something was... happened to your family there. Maybe I should that go. Was, that was one of the other things that the guy that was representing himself did was he did threaten the judge. Yeah. He didn't threaten the judge's family. He listed the judge's wife as his emergency contact thinking just, that that would get him a different judge or get the thing thrown out altogether, which is okay. No, that isn't how this works. That's not how any of this works. Well, anyway, so what I was getting at, uh, um, any, yeah, that does sound a bit threatening. Do, Donald Trump has once again, basically thrust himself on the Republican party. And remember re- Republican establishment cannot distance themselves from him. And he doesn't want to distance himself from the insurrection and the claims of, uh, and the claims, the false claims of a rigged election. 
Okay. Now the bad part. He's about taking so is, many people down. It's that, beautiful. But it's, but it's the bad part about this is, is that Joe Biden is not doing so great right now. And by extension, like house Democrats have like five points on Joe Biden, like in, in, in popularity, basically, yeah. <laughs> which is good for the Democrats <clears throat> attempting to maintain control of the U S house of representatives. Um, you know, so that uh, Republican uh, senator from West Virginia, Joe Manchin, can just tell them no. But um, <clears throat> but uh, no, no, no. So the Virginia gubernatorial race has been very, very fucking hotly contested. And basically, Virginia Republicans have said, we don't want anything to do with 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 Trump because we're trying to run like a very moderate kind of campaign here and donald trump this weekend the, well on friday like the kool-aid man just jumped directly in oh, yeah. a wall and said it was fraud um you know i miss mike lindell i'm you know so uh, sorry that he disappeared into his own anus but um you know it he's, was uh, he's still around you can find him on oan you can find him on uh, all kinds of see so have his website that he made that was supposed to be like 24 7 um uh, what do you call it? Uh, Mike Lindell news. Yeah. Mm. He, he named it something and it wasn't like my website oh, or oh, whatever. Yeah. That, that went, are you talking about Mike Lindell or Donald yeah, Trump? Mike, Lin, Mike Lindell. Oh, oh, cause Donald Trump tried it as well. Like from the office of president Trump or something like that. Yeah. Just, yeah. He keeps trying to use the presidential seal to um, address yeah. people, which is also illegal. But again, pre uh, King Trump is above the law. So right. well, arrested. Yeah, no, it's nice to know that, you know, presidents can just ignore impeachments i mean that's really good especially yeah. if the democrats do end up fucking this up and losing the house and senate uh yeah. joe biden has nothing to fear the president is yeah. now an emperor thank you donald trump well really yeah. thank yeah. you richard nixon but here we are you know impeachment means absolutely nothing it means yeah. absolutely there is nothing. there is zero mechanisms to remove a president they cannot be indicted yeah. even if they broke the law well, they cannot be impeached nothing right like well, you can't remove them but they'll yeah. never be removed. Yeah. 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 Um, so if you want to get into, uh, um, uh, we usually have a segment called the past, everything in the past was terrible, but this, this one I'd like to call um, everything in the present is terrible. Uh, this, this, so when I, when I first read this news story, I like, it, it, took a, off right quick. it took a minute to sink in. Um, but this woman is found guilty of first degree manslaughter um, for miscarrying in the state of Oklahoma. Um so the jury uh, gave her a verdict. Um, Wait, what the fuck? Wait, so they're going to arrest her for what now? Uh, no, is it like for murder because no, of the they're, they're not arresting her. She's convicted. Like she's been arrested, tried and sentenced for first degree manslaughter because she miscarried a child at 17. Weeks. The fuck is wrong with them? Um, it's well, it's Oklahoma. Number one, uh, two. So the autopsy said her child died at 17 weeks. Um, so the report showed the child tested positive for methamphetamine and like amphetamine and like another drug. Um, did it? Well, actually, they may have a point. Well, hold on. That's see, that's that's the insidious part about it. Um, gotcha. they don't actually know if that's what caused the um, uh, the miscarriage because often at 17 weeks, women will miscarry and they don't know why. So yeah. even though the child, yeah, I mean, even after it's born, which is like what the 10th trimester, you can always have SIDS occur and just sudden infant death syndrome. So number one, they don't know that's actually why the child died, even though the child was found with drugs in its system um, Two, uh, the nurse and the medical examiner testified to seeing 
uh, congenital abnormalities on the fetus, which meant that if you don't know what congenital means, that means like passed down abnormalities. So the baby may have just miscarried because of like genetic abnormalities on its own anyway. They don't actually know, but it's Oklahoma. And so um, this lady was like tried and sentenced first degree manslaughter for miscarrying. Uh, here's where it's, this is super insidious, right? So mm -hmm. she, she, she was, she was a drug addict, uh, which in their mind makes it okay. Right. So let's test out this. Yeah arresting women for miscarrying on a drug addict. And she was also, I believe she's an indigenous woman. So you talk about like a double whammy of people that society doesn't care about. That's uh, that's exactly what I was saying in another podcast, that that's what makes it so difficult to have prison reform is because once people think, oh, we can prove that you did this one thing wrong, that you're no longer human and it doesn't matter what happened to you. Yeah. I, I yeah. thought that, like, oh, she's a drug addict. She broke a rule. Someone said, don't do that. And she did it. Fuck her. I thought if you were accused of a crime, you had to be sure beyond the shadow of a reasonable doubt. And it seems like there's a reasonable doubt the size of a fucking Mack truck here because uh, the doctor's it, like, we don't actually know what evidence is allowed to be presented to the court. Right. Like they're only shown allowed to see a certain amount of it and then the rest of it. But this is just not permitted to be shown to the jury. Well, I mean, it really feels like there's there's room for a good lawyer to appeal here. Because right. that it just seems absolutely fucking bananas. But so. it's but it's this is where this is where it starts, right? With attempting to um, not yeah. only outlaw abortion, but start throwing women in jail for miscarrying, which happens a lot, um, yeah. a lot, a lot more often than than, than you would want to think. Um, well, I think just, it's something like like a fourth of all pregnancies terminate within the first trimester, like. Right. Yeah, it's it's some some women they 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 the the, the pregnancy terminates and, and they they don't even know they just think that they were late for a period because again right. until about yeah. twelve weeks that, the baby the, the the baby is like the size of an earbud like it's nothing it's right. it's not a person whatsoever that, and that's what's on. so rough about uh, the Texas law saying oh no abortions after six weeks is because most women aren't even aware that they're pregnant. Then. That's the another thing. another this thing is that when when you're late for your period, if you come to a doctor about that, uh, you're automatically considered four weeks pregnant, whether that's true or not. So then you have two weeks tops to make the decision and get the abortion. Well, also, I mean, at 17 yeah. weeks, she may have not have known she was pregnant. If she was heavily addicted to like methamphetamine, I'm going to go ahead and say. She probably had no idea she was pregnant. She was pregnant. Oh, yeah. so she I mean, might like, not have even known. It's just like if you're in the throes of addiction, I doubt that like, you know, that early or that soon that like you're you're pregnant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's crazy that like well, the, the jury. But it's, also, it's also that that some of some of these anti-abortion hate groups, which they are hate groups. Um, what one of one statistic that they like to throw around, it's kind of like that number of, oh, communism has killed 70 trillion people. Okay. Um, it's, it's, it's an absolute like plus capitalism has been around longer. It's killed a lot more people than communism, arguably. But that's neither here nor there. It's a very vacuous argument to make either way. But um, one of the things that uh, the anti-abortionists like to throw around is that, oh, you know, uh, 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 1.8 billion people would be here today if it weren't for abortion. And the thing that people have to know about these really high numbers that these anti-abortion groups, especially the Christian ones, the Catholic and the fundamentalist Christian ones are throwing around, that includes Plan B. 
they they counted plan B in the numbers and not how many women self-reported to taking plan B. Just how plan many women B were sales. taking that. How plan B oh, how many sales. 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 So number one, we don't know how many times plan B has actually terminated a zygote. We don't know. We 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 don't know how long. We, right. we don't know how many times out right. of you may the or may not be pregnant. Who knows? It just means I felt I unprotected last night and popped people, a pill after. We we don't know how many people, women and trans men or non-binary folks, uh, have actually gone through with taking Plan B after purchasing it. So see, it's a very disingenuous number. And then there are other places because they use these numbers to try and pull in your heartstrings. It's like, oh, you know, 80 trillion babies aren't here today because of abortion. I'm like, yeah, that's a made up number. Number one. Number two, um, you can't actually claim to care about these children. If if the, these so-called children, and, and I love calling them these so-called children, can can I read y'all a quote real quick? This is my Go favorite for abortion, absolutely favorite. I have read this to conservatives before and had them lose their shit on me because it's some shit they hadn't heard before. Let me let me read this to you. And for anybody, are we anybody watching? Uh, um, it says there's two people. Oh, <laughs> Wesley on I'm two. On. It's Wesley on two. It's Wesley on two computers. <laughs> <laughs> How many does it say now, Peter? Okay. I have oh, no, it's down to one. <laughs> I was like, I have no, I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> okay, okay. So, 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 so here, here we go. This is one of my favorite quotes on abortion. It is, um, it is absolutely, absolutely solid. You can, I'll, 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 I'll give you the website, Waldo, so that whenever you post the video, you can, uh, you, you, you can link to it on YouTube. Okay, this, this right here, I fucking love this quote. Never mind the vicious nonsense of claiming that an embryo has a right to life. A piece of protoplasm has no rights and no life in the human sense of the term. One may argue about the latter stages of a pregnancy, but the essential issue concerns only the first three months. To equate a potentiality with an actuality is vicious. To advocate the sacrifice of the latter to the former is unspeakable. Observe that by ascribing rights to the unborn, i.e. the non-living, these anti-abortionists obliterate the rights of the living, the rights of young people to set the course of their own lives. The task of raising a child is a tremendous, lifelong, life-changing responsibility, which no one should undertake unwittingly or unwillingly. Procreation is not a duty. Human beings are not stock farm animals. For conscientious persons, an unwanted pregnancy is a disaster. To oppose its termination is to aggregate, is to advocate sacrifice not for the sake of anyone's actual benefit but for the sake of misery qua misery for the sake of forbidding happiness and fulfilling and fulfillment to human lives any guesses on who said that ruth bader ginsburg was it rbg tv's billy graham nope um charles darwin <laughs> ian rand Ayn oh, Rand, God. really? That's Ayn funny Rand. because that's the only thing she's nice. ever said that makes me not want to like, dig her up and her. Well, it's it's most most libertarians, most Republicans who claim to be libertarian, they get stuck on the abortion issue uh, because they still want to be in with Papa Trump, and Papa Trump doesn't doesn't like abortions, even though Donald Trump has definitely paid for women to have abortions in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, his but, sons uh, look yeah, like unsuccessful oh, abortions. Oh, right. I'm, my Judeo-Christian values. Okay, first of all, hold up. It's just your Christian values because the Jews don't really consider abortion a sin. In fact, in Israel, not only is abortion legal, 
the government single-payer healthcare system from the ages of able to conceive to 32 or 33 years old will pay for any abortion in the first 20 weeks. Uh, Christians actually did not care in America until the Republicans told them that they cared. Yeah. I'm gonna, so I'm gonna, that's kind of a. I'm going to throw thing. another. I'm going to throw another thing out there. Oh, but then after that, if you get pregnant after that, you can have private insurance pay for the abortion. And of mm-hmm. and of Israel's four major health insurance providers, private health insurance providers, all of them cover it. They yeah. all cover it. Um, like, this I'm is gonna, just a value, and it's not even one supported by the Bible. This is even, something that made, was made up later, came up later, and has been used as a fucking wedge issue. It is fucking yeah. stupid. Even, even, um, honestly, even, even if like their their Plan B numbers were anywhere close to accurate, I'm just going to throw out there maybe an unpopular opinion. Um, do we want one trillion people? Do we want no. another trillion? I, I don't a billion. What is it? A billion people don't have access to food. Two billion don't have access to water. Like this world is having an overpopulation, not an underpopulation problem. No, well, overpopulation is. I mean, it's kind of a big scary thing, but it's also sort of in that realm of. Well, back in the seventies, they said you know eight billion was really going to push us over the edge to ecological collapse. And while climate change is a thing, it's not really the number of people that's causing it. I mean, it's the way we, the it's the way we use our it's the way we use our resources. Use our resources people, terribly. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's capitalism. Is you have to over mm. capitalism constantly, and Marx pointed this out. Capitalism constantly has a problem of overproduction and inefficiencies in distribution because mm. your motive is profit, not, not helping the well-being people. of other people. Right. Yeah. Mm. So that's you know. But anyway, um, um, yeah. If we got rid of capitalism tomorrow and replaced it with something like I don't know anarcho-syndicalism like we would definitely be able to feed clothe and house every single human on the face of this to, planet to hear, but, you know, but my stock futures like no we, we, can't, we can't do it we can't do it the earth could probably with our with the technological level of agriculture that we have agriculture right. and that we're at right now logistics that we have right now the earth could probably support 20 billion people point blank we could do it uh but it's not profitable to do it so we're not going to um, right. To learn more about uh, a- agro uh, anarcho syndicalism, um, <laughs> refer to our previous um, episode. Which, which episode was it? I don't remember, but if you scroll through our episodes and listen uh, to all of them, I'm sure the that you'll. We have box. all. I think it was 125. I'm sure yeah, that y'all can find all of our episodes on SoundCloud and YouTube, except for 108. Peter never found the uh, the audio to that one, so Bobby's <laughs> very first episode still lost. <laughs> The episode where we introduced our third host just into the we'll, ether. We'll, we'll, we'll make up for it. We'll make this up is, for it. This is the first we'll I'm be, hearing about episode 108. <laughs> I've reminded you about it constantly for months. That years. was episode 126. 108 was the very first episode with your, Bobby. You you never got the audio. Your to that. your brain is rotten. Your brain <laughs> is like a your brain is like a fucking pumpkin in like the, the I, midway. I through still November. remember it to this day. You just forgot about it a long time ago. Uh, you're doing you're doing <laughs> the it old, was back what ten months ago? It was ten you, months ago. You're doing the old man thing. Yeah, or you remember you remember stuff that didn't exist? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you, you can know, check SoundCloud. One episode's missing. 
Folks, if you want us to clean this up and actually do it professionally, send uh, send all uh, donations in the form of gold money. balls to Wesley, care of P.O. Box. <laughs> well, so we will come up with a uh, we will. If you have gold bars, send us pictures of them and we'll give you Wesley's actual home address. We'll dox the hell out of him and you can mail the gold bars to him or bees. Mail him bees, which is great. Either way, then, we would laugh. Then other people knowing that the gold bars are showing up at his house are also going to show up and it's going to turn into like an episode <laughs> of Ozark. It's going to be great. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and we and just we want our all of donations of money to us to be in gold bars to Wesley. That way he has to carry those gold bars to the bank and figure out some way to turn it into money. We just find that thought very, very funny because it'd be such an inconvenience for him. Um, you can also support you know, the podcast Wesley, by buying Wesley's desk books. Wesley's great adventure to the Federal Reserve in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. The truck broke down again. There's so many gold bars in it. I can't carry them all. It's, it's really hard these days. Like, if you've got gold bars, like, I don't know where you go to cash, cash the gold, probably. Oh, I, oh no, no, I wouldn't what, go there. No, you, what you have to do, what, 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 what you have to do is you have to exchange some of it for cash enough mm-hmm. to afford a production crew and then enough to buy commercial space on late night infomercials so that you can then sell your own gold to gullible people who will not know what to do with it. I was yeah. like, if you go Wonderful. to the cash for gold place, Wilder, they're just going to beat you over the head and take it. Those places, <laughs> those places are run by petty criminals. They exist to rip not- you off. You forget, Peter, they're not going to beat me over the head. They're going to beat Wesley over the head. It's That's his yeah, responsibility. Yeah. When I worked at Walmart. To, to, to get oh us money. It's, it just, it's feeling like either a Channel 5 sting or like a Fox <laughs> documentary of like, Wesley has 48,000 pounds of, fifth, of eight carat gold bars. He needs to get them <laughs> to the Federal Reserve. He has 72 hours. Do you, do you feel like the Oregon Trail, except for like Wesley and his family and all the gold bars? Do you do you remember those that uh, that scene from Dumb and Dumber uh, at the end where he's like, I'm wearing a bulletproof vest. And he goes, what if they shot you in the head? Was that like, was a risk we were willing to take. Well, that I had that same thought when I used to work at Walmart and I was reading our safety protocols. And oh, one God. of them was, if you it's live... Step one of safety at Walmart, don't ever talk about unionization. Well, it was, if you live... The first you, rule you, of Walmart unionization is we do not talk about Walmart unionization. If you worked at a Walmart that was too rural to have like a Brinks truck, the managers were to take the night's earnings, put them in your car... And then get in two different cars and hope that the robbers were like, I don't know Went which one it is. Car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope, hope that the robbers chase the wrong Hyundai Sonata <laughs> off the road. Can you imagine so if you're like the fake one and you get robbed by people that are now pissed that you don't have money? Oh my oh god. god, what did yeah. they shot? Yeah, I read that. I'm like, what did they shoot you in the head? Yeah, what if the robbers <laughs> shot me in the head? <laughs> Oh, God. No, no, no. So we had uh, I was working at a fast food restaurant chain that's mostly based in the southeast. I think they have some some stores outside, Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, it's a chicken finger place. It's not Zaxby's. That's the biggest. It's not. I was thinking Zaxby's. It's like a Zaxby's. But anyway, um, uh, most people should be most people who know what I'm talking about will be able to put it together from that. But um, Mm -hmm. anyway, no, no, no. We had a manager who uh complete wackadoo absolutely crazy person this is like the first person in my work experience that made me start going i really wish i could fire my boss anyway they got themselves fired because one night the tills so like it was late it was open late night we always had a big drunk rush and um we need to do an episode on the shitty jobs of our past 
That would be mm-hmm. fucking. That would be our anyway, next episode. So, I'm down for so that. So anyway, like I've written songs about, about like, Circle the K. Register, the cash register would ding you if you got to like five thousand dollars in the drawer, and it would ding, and you would have to like constantly clear uh, uh, messages, and you had to tell the manager, "Hey, I need a cash pull. Can you bring me a new till?" And, um, and uh, the manager that night was like, "No, I can't. I can't. I can't." And this was going on from like midnight to when we closed at 3.30 a.m. So okay, it was always $100. Like, and, that's crazy. Like, we no, had to no, go no, from 100 like, back down till, to 20 and, like, envelope it till, and put it away. What the till started out with was 150 but when it when it hit 5000 that was a max out. You have to pull the drawer and get a new one. Well, also, that's because... Too much money in one well, place. if you remember, anyway, Circle K so got robbed twice night, weekly every morning mm-hmm. when you got off shift. At, at, at <laughs> yeah. At the end of the night, the the manager pulled my till and pulled the receipt, like you know, ran the ran the Z out the register basically, and the receipt mm-hmm. came out to show like how much of what had been bought and how many you know combos etc. How many cars did I talk to? I had talked to um, I had talked to one thousand eight hundred and seventy eight cars in three hours. Jesus Christ! I had sold twenty seven thousand dollars worth of food. So I had gone five and a half times over the tills limit in one night, and that was just drive-through, okay? And seeing those numbers, the first thing I thought was, I'm full-time, and I'm only making about 22000 a year here. How in the hell am I only making 22000 a year? Anyway, anyway, so that night... Right. The manager um, uh, did the math wrong and wound up with about $10,000 cash more from all of the registers. Because remember, it's not just drive through. It's also their yeah. three till front that were all open. And so yeah. instead of doing what they should have done, which is make a note of it, put it all in the drop safe that can only open between the hours of 8 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. so that the Brinks truck can come and get it. Guess what they decided to do with the extra money that they couldn't account for? I feel like put it in a trunk or like take it home. Put it in their car and took it home. Sent an email about it, which was nice, but everyone else was asleep. So they took it home. Yeah, they, they let that manager go the next day. They were like, no, even though you brought it back. Holy that's, shit. How no, that's, fucking that's, crazily irresponsible are you? Yeah, that's, like, still, that's still theft. Like, you can't. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it doesn't matter what your intention was. Like, that's. Yeah. The company's money. That's yeah. exactly. No. <laughs> exactly. That's insane. No, but it, it turned out there was like, I mean, I think there was about um there there was about twelve thousand dollars cash in my till, but with credit cards and everything, it came out to like twenty seven, twenty eight thousand dollars. And that was one night. And I'm sitting here going, I'm making twenty two a year here. Mm-hmm. And the till I just and they make worked, more than that in three hours. We made more than that in three hours. Fuck this shit. I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. And I immediately started looking into shit like, you know, so what the fuck is communism? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like looking into it going, oh, holy shit. That's my labor. My labor. They took my and everyone else who was working the line that night. They That, that was our labor printed out on that receipt. And mm-hmm. the CEO got a cut and a bonus. And the other executives got cuts and bonuses. And then money went into making more cash generating boxes that were going to be placed elsewhere and it's just like seriously i i i hate i hate it whenever someone who is deep 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 into theory just mm-hmm. goes uh whenever someone has a question they're like oh so so what exactly is the 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 like you know uh uh the 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 labor theory of value and the person just goes here's das capital read it but like seriously 
at least the first two parts, at least three chapters one and two of Das Kapital. They are it's, dense as fuck. It will take you 80 years to get through it, but it will make you see you're getting fucked over. You're getting extremely fucked over. And that's one thing I've never understood about Amer- about communism taking root in America is we are a people who are very adverse to getting fucked over. Except whenever it's like Jeff Bezos, then we're totally fine with getting yeah, fucked. Because over. I mean, we they talked about before, at us. It's because like, just very slowly well, just, introduce not, the fucking. Not just that, but Jeff Bezos has to exist to make the whole system work. Because oh, yeah. if, if there's yeah. no Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos you don't get to people. fantasize. To yeah, you don't get to fantasize about being Jeff Bezos. And if you realize that you'll never actually get there, and that you are you're about as stratified now. As any society's ever been, you know, we talk about like the medieval period where like you're born into the nobility or you're born a serf, and that's well, that's and it's what we're next, living your lot in life. The, yeah, that's the, exactly the, where we are. The we wonder how that ever happened. This the, is it. The, we just call the, it something else. The the next benchmark that either Amazon, Alphabet, Walmart, or uh Exxon has to like, you know, the companies that are at a trillion dollars are getting close to it. Mm-hmm. Uh the next milestone that they have to meet is they have to overcome the uh tremendous amount of wealth, which Bezos will probably do it in my lifetime, of um becoming the most ex- the the most valued corporation the world has ever seen. And that would come at about 8.6 to 8.9 trillion dollars in today's money, which was the British East India Company. Right. Whenever Ooh. they like literally, whenever someone's like, we need a government that we need a government yeah. that's run like a business, I'm like, that's great. Yeah. Fucking buy everybody out, nationalize everything. Fuck it. The government's a business now. They're like, no, 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 no. I mean, like, run for profit. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Like, like the East India Company that fucking collapsed and had to be bailed out by the crown. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't work. Yeah. The, the dreams of a mega corporation running the planet is just such fucking stupidity because it's not profitable. Providing public services is take, not profitable. I'll never take will you, be, I'll take never you, will be profitable. I'll take you back to a time and a place called America where we threw the goddamn East India's tea into the fucking harbor. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that was the West India Company. We, we, was we that were, the East India Company? Yeah, we, 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 we were the... We, we were the West Indies because you went West from England either, to get either. This. Either way, the crown was pissed and wanted us to fucking <laughs> basically it'd be yeah. like if you fucking threw a bunch of Amazon shit into the bay right now. And then the government's like, you got to pay Amazon back. Fuck yeah, that. exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, if you were to burn an Amazon. And then we become the next tea party, ground, which I'm not advocating. <laughs> I'm not advocating for anyone to burn an Amazon Fulfillment center down, burn an Amazon f- fulfillment center down, burning it to the ground, directly to the ground, like turn off the fire extinguishers, make sure no one's in the building, and then light a whole bunch of shit on fire to burn it to the ground. I'm not Very saying important. There's no people I'm there. Saying, I'm not saying right. do that. Well, the management can be in there. That's fine. But get all the yeah. workers out. Just I, the, not, fire. Saying, fire your boss, right? I'm not I'd, saying do it. I just want to say hi to the TSA agents or, or whoever that's watching. Hi, how's it going? Uh, I just want to put a disclaimer at the bottom hello, of our judge. screen. <laughs> But here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you were to burn, a, if you were, if we were to burn one Amazon fulfillment center down, Jeff Bezos is out, maybe two days worth of income. But if you burn maybe. Jeff a Bezos, to, uh, a message to uh, myself in the future: Stop <laughs> representing yourself. I know you're doing it right now. Stop it. Bad. No. Stop when, it. Okay, back to you, Judge. When this gets played in court, inevitably, I would just like to say, Your Honor. Uh, I'm affecting a citizen's arrest right now. Um, <laughs> I want this judge. 
arrested and in cuffs. I am not a citizen of the. This is an admiralty podcast. You can see by the <laughs> what flag. is this maritime yeah. law? I see. No, and I just start and I just start going. An embryo has no rights. Rights <laughs> do not pertain to a potential, only to an actual. <laughs> I am an embryo. I am an embryo. Which, which means I am so not arrested right now. My um. P- penalties do not uh, pertain to the uh, the potential that I did wrongdoing, only if I actually did, so I'm going to leave. I'm so, a corporation, and these are my firmly held religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. speaking speaking of, of uh, bad managers, I have our um, our dear Wesley that comes from the Ask a Manager uh, page that I have to stop reading because it can't be good. Hell for yeah. My, it can't be good for my blood pressure. Go for so, it. So, uh, dear Wesley, our boss told us we can't share lunches with each other. Wesley, I've been having some of my coworkers. What? Well, the, our, our boss told us we cannot share lunches with each other. Um, I've been the having. Fuck do they care about that? Well, you're about to find out. I've been having lunch with some of my coworkers for over four years. Sometimes we bring food and we share it among us. Last oh, month, like a potluck. Yeah, yeah. Last mm-hmm. month, my boss told me and everyone else that we had uh, that we had lunch with that we can no longer share our food with each other. Apparently, someone who does not eat with us complained about us having lunch together and sharing with each other. My boss said that it was favoritism because we're not inviting everyone else in the department to eat with us and share. You can't make someone be your friend. We just discussed that the other day. You cannot make someone be your friend. And if you just decide to fuck them over, then they're definitely not going to be your friend. Holy shit. (laughs) So basically, we can't bring our own food and share it with our friends at work because we're showing favoritism by not inviting the whole department to eat with and sharing our food. Um, I think that what does that have to do with working there, having lunch there? Like I, when I apply to a place to work there, I am not applying to be everyone's friends. I am definitely going to show some people more favoritism than others because I don't like everyone the same amount. I think, I think, and this is my, me being an armchair HR guy. I think that favoritism would fall under if the boss was inviting specific people to share food with and only those people, but amongst But amongst well, I equals, mean, I mean, this person, this, this isn't uh, ask a manager. Is this person a manager? That's a very good question. They don't say so. They sound like they're all fellow employees. That's they how they get you. Yeah. I just want to um, be your buddy. I'm just another working Joe like you. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, Brent, you have hiring and firing. You're not just like us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> get out of my food, Brent. <laughs> it's not sharing you're just taking my food while i'm looking away brent doesn't have to take this he's going to take his ten thousand dollars and go home oh my i'll bring I, it back know, tomorrow to, to add on to this i did i did the other day i, I hate promise. i'll bring it back tomorrow if you want oh. if you want to see me just have a stroke time to do it time me to a chair and make me watch um all of the episodes of undercover boss Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's it's the worst. But uh, my the alg- my video algorithm pulled up an episode the other day, and it was yeah, the worst. You watched it once, so it's all like you want to see this, don't you? It's the worst yeah. thing. I, it's the worst thing I've ever seen because the guy is being started. It's a it's a chain corporate buffet restaurant, so it's already the worst for profit restaurant system that exists. And he's working yeah. alongside the guy in the dish pit. I can't imagine a worse place oh, to this be. Episode. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine a worse place to be than be in the fucking dish pit of a buffet restaurant, a chain buffet restaurant. You just have fucking plates full of the most gross fucking food that's half chewed just coming at you. And so this boss is mad because the guy's like, this is the dish pit. Put the dishes through. And the boss is like, I've only had a minute of training. And he's like, yeah, well, I didn't get any. So get to it. So then the boss 
goes immediately. This is an outrage. He goes immediately to the manager and's like, listen, I'm not, I'm not John Peterson. I'm actually the CEO. And this is ridiculous. He needs to adjust his attitude. Also, Mm. the front of house looks amazing, but the dishwasher's attitude is just poor. Uh, seriously, if, if I, if I was in that situation, just as like a worker passing by my manager and the CEO of the company in a stupid fucking disguise, the CBS corporation put him in. And I was walking past that conversation. My first thought would be to turn and just go eat a bag of dicks and die, dude, we're getting it done. Like we're yeah. the, like, if we were to slow down and do absolutely everything like this, just, Oh my God. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's that's that's why democracy and labor. That's why I said that only GF to work wouldn't happen if everybody in the fucking restaurant had a say in how the fucking restaurant went. And that's CEO would be, oh my goodness, that's terrible. We should bring this to the attention of the other workers who all voted for me as CEO and bring this to their attention so that we can get some training or maybe get you some help or maybe get you fewer hours at the same rate of pay. Like. I propose this. We just go to pirate rules, right? Listen, we elect our leader, but if he fucks up, we throw his ass into the fucking ocean until he drowns. That's exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. You imagine like, what a, how being a good... dishwasher is one of the hardest jobs you will ever have to do on this yep. planet. Like they're giving yep. you just stacks and stacks of plates and you're having to just stick your hands down in boiling water and tear your skin off all yeah. day long. You're losing layers and layers of skin. Yeah, you're going to have a bad attitude because you're doing this for minimum wage. Like Peter once said, uh, for minimum wage, you get me there with my pants on. Yeah, like, and, and not, not too even, much else. Maybe not even that. You can't. But capitalism says you have to eat shit with a smile on your face. That's my favorite part when they're like, like, you got to smile, got to smile. Like, why? Why do I got to be happy? Like, why is that? an attitude adjustment. When did happiness become a requirement of capitalism? Oh, it's a commodity. It's it's a commodity. Like, literally, oh, my God. Marx actually talks about this. It is a commodity. And this is where people get the idea of uh, I'm not giving you my emotional labor. Yeah. It's emotional labor that you have to smile through the sexual harassment. I can tell you this, and this is why I know there's there's an episode title smiling through the (laughs) sexual grasp. I like it when Mm -hmm. capitalism and communism clash in weird ways. And I'll give you a story Uh, in Brooklyn. There is a uh, a gym. It's Russian, I guess, Russian owned, Russian run. And um, from what I've talked to people from that, that's that part of the world stuff. And a lot of places don't have America's weird, dumb, fake customer <laughs> service. You're like, how y'all doing? Good to see you back. Like, they're just like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, welcome to the gym um, or not even that. And so I was reading the reviews of this gym and it's a bunch of I was not greeted when I came in. The towel boy didn't Nobody smile at me. me on the forehead and offered yeah. me chicken tendies. No, <laughs> my favorite was a lady no. fell off a stair climber during an exercise class <laughs> and got fucked up. And her, complaint, her complaint was like, they didn't even offer me help. They just told me I should learn to exercise better. <laughs> and I, was like, I was like, I wish I could. I wish I could afford this gym. I love the fact that they're just Russians standing around me like, yeah, dog, what's this problem? Like. Lady, you know, to walk stairs like Jesus. <laughs> I like, love it. I don't also, the I, don't, best. I don't want people to, to, to greet me when I walk in. I don't because I feel yeah, like I always I have, have, I've always hated that. Yeah. And then I feel like I have to like put on a fake thing back. I would right? much prefer. Well, yeah. The, it's the emotional Russian. exploitation. Your 
good mood as an employee is a commodity that your employer is trying to sell to the customers. There's nothing wrong with being in a good mood whenever you go to work or putting on a fake air of a mood. But whenever they say this is a family style, family friendly restaurant, you will be fucking friendly to the fucking customers it's because they've already sold your emotional labor to well, their apparently, customers they're when they just say, expecting you to perform it and if you don't perform it they'll they'll mark you down or fire you or, or just when, stop when, scheduling you when, which is the shittiest way that most restaurants stop uh, uh, uh fire people when they say that sounds like style, a whole other job to me so if they want to pay me a second paycheck then okay yeah. we can talk yeah. like the labor of me smiling and being happy like hey how are you you come to the restaurant often have oh, you, no, 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 have no, you well, lost weight this is, and especially with restaurant workers and especially in the united states the restaurant's not paying you it's the customer who's paying true right because you're expected to work for like two dollars an hour and then yeah it's 275 i think yeah and then tips make up the rest which is horseshit because the customer's already having to pay for the food now they're having to pay your wage so so it's that wage versus tips so Mm -hmm. if someone working at a restaurant actually gets a check they've done very very poorly Okay, your check may be nothing if your tips outdo right. the number that you would have made hourly. It's hmm. it's that wage versus tips. I'm just saying, how come? Yeah, you know, when I, and whenever you're working, when I hear I, family style, I'm just imagining some weird loose acquaintance of mine at any point during the meal is going to come up and say some racist shit, and then someone else is going to start crying, and then we're going to find out that someone's you know wow. pregnant when, like that's family style uh, to me i remember that you know, like, family style way is back a specific when type of dining that's that's very much they bring one dish to the table and then everyone takes and puts on their plate that's family style right but then but then there should be a random waiter that's like, like you know one what level up from buffet there should be a random <laughs> waiter that's like i don't care for these kind of people and then someone else goes what did you mean by that and then it devolves into that's family style to me but whenever <laughs> Uh, whenever they do pay you minimum wage though uh there's like some sort of weird law that says that customers can't give you tips like that's something they told me at um at bilo is oh, that, that whatever you go to push I, I don't know if it was where you are, but that is absolutely not a thing. Anyone can tell really? anyone at any time. I yeah. This told, is this is way back when I was uh, 18, so there might have been different. Right, I don't I was, know. I was told but, by these stores that we. But I was told like, never we, yeah, to we don't never accept. accept Fuck yeah. that, dude. I was told to never accept tips. In fact, then, again, when I was 18, I believed them. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I don't want to get fired for accepting tips. So they'd offer me tips. I would say no. I had one person, like, throw money at me and then drive off. So I'm just like, oh, I, okay. I had, I had, that was the one. Nowadays, was, I would never was, say no. That, but that was, that was the one thing that I can say the uh, union busting mouse I used to work for down in Florida. That was the one right. thing that they were actually good at or good about, rather was that, um, yeah, uh, tipping is not necessary. You have to refuse it once before you take it. Like, just go, oh, no, no, thank you. Th- thank you, though. I just hope you have a, I hope you have a magical day. Uh-huh. And if the person's like, no, I insist, then you can take it. Just be as discreet as you can about it. Like, that was, that's, that's the line with okay. um, the most magical totalitarian kingdom on earth in central Florida. Um, Holy! <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I have been. I have actually been asked to stop talking about my experiences working for them. Uh, anyway, but um, but uh, yeah. Well, guys, any? Uh, I think that 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 brings us to the end of our daily hate of um, capitalism and middle management. Is there anything yeah, that we want to? Anything we want to plug today? Dusk belt. Buy them all. All two of them. Don't worry. A third <laughs> one will come out first quarter twenty twenty three. 
See, they all have our guarantee. If you look behind me, it's in one of these. It's on one of these bookshelves. <laughs> I just got to keep you, looking. It's if you can find it, then it's yeah, somewhere it's, on this planet. Maybe not in Norway, where I'm pointing, but it's on this planet somewhere. Yeah, somewhere up here, or maybe in Norway. Who knows? <laughs> we'll send Wesley to check. <laughs> Wesley, oh. did you watch the episode live on Facebook? We were expecting your commentary in the uh, in the chat, and nothing happened. That's fine though. Um, oh, Wesley. Bobby, oh, Bobby, you wanna you wanna um, plug anything? Uh, no, not not particularly. Uh, besides, like you know, um, oh well, one of my favorite YouTube channels called Non Compete just hit a hundred thousand subscribers. Nice. Uh, they're a really good channel that breaks down incredibly complicated theory, very very into like small digestible bites. They even did. They even we talked about the labor theory of value. Uh, they hmm. even did uh, an episode on the labor theory of value as a puppet show like a kid's show <laughs> and they had um they had a uh, krabotkin Krabotkin? so it's Kropotkin as a robot and um oh, gotcha. and, uh Karl Marx's disembodied head on an 80s television like it was oh, yeah. it's really really good really good little show it's a guy um it's a guy named American Johnson who lives in Vietnam now uh just got married and uh he's been doing this uh video essays for quite a while and he and his wife they do a lot of uh his wife also has a YouTube channel that is basically it's kind of like a Vietnamese communist perspectives on things. And it's, it's, they're both, they both have really good YouTube channels. I would highly recommend that's uh non-compete. And then his wife's name, I forget it. Oh, God damn it. I forgot it. But anyway, if you, if you look up him, uh, his, his wife's stuff, she's, she's, she's a very nice little Vietnamese lady. Uh, you, you'll see him. He's, he's a bigger white dude with a beard. He's me. He's me. Um, but uh, short hair. Anyway, he has a really good episode out called, um, a capitalist owns capitalism and it was all about this uh this um uh hmm. uh this guy who like has run uh, yeah it's called capitalist destroys capitalism an honest capitalist inadvertently wrecks capitalism and um it's this guy and he's talking about all the uh like he's like i get people who uh who call me or who like message me because he does like um he does like um, the the capitalist guy. I'll, I'll put a link in our um, in our chat so you can you can send it to people or, or put okay. put it in the description. We'll put it in the doodly doo. Um, doodly doo so, down there. The doodly doo. Where you should leave comments to us. We will read them. I promise. Yes, if you're on like, YouTube, do it. Ring the bell. Leave comments. Comment on other people's stuff. Start flame wars in the content. All engagement. Engagement. Uh, but anyway, no. So it's it's this guy. Hit the subscribe button. Has, Ring the bell. Uh, rise and grind capitalist videos, and he just had like an honest moment, like telling people he's like, so in order to really get started in stuff like you know opening, say a store that focuses on selling Magic the Gathering shit, you're gonna need fifty thousand dollars up front, and then be able to support yourself with no income from the business for three to seven years. And he goes, this is coming from the experience of me having started several and selling several businesses like this over the course of the last 10 years. And American Johnson is just like, like congratulating him on being incredibly fucking honest about everything that he's saying about capitalism, that you have to have capital in order to play. That's again, yeah. you're not a capitalist if you don't own anything. If you're renting your house or or if you own a house and you're not renting out a portion of your property, you're not a capitalist. You're, you're just a homeowner. Okay, these people who think that they're capitalists. No, no, no. You're just a cheerleader for an economic system that is fucking you they, in the ass. But they could be Jeff Bezos one day. One day. Someday. Someday. It is so hard to find oh. you 
on uh yeah, on facebook i was looking for it here to see how many people we have watching at the end of the episode <laughs> uh, is the best ever it innovates constantly um there we go yeah um if Peter, it makes you viewers. makes you feel any better the only thing i want to plug is um i'm still working my way through uh the book 1491 um holy shit guys it turns out the native american societies that uh were wiped out by disease and enslavement and genocide were way bigger and more complex than we ever even imagined to the point where there's a revisionist thing going on in history right now where they're like dude the fucking um mayans i believe yeah and like up and around st louis they have found basically the remains of a massive city that went tits up sometime around 1500 which puts it right in the right time i can't remember if it was the the mayans or the inca one of them had the biggest i think still the record biggest empire in the world at the um, time, yes. yeah, well, based based on like I don't think anybody, I don't think there's enough land in North America for somebody to pull a Mongol Empire and be bigger than they were. But yeah, the the yeah, was, uh, it's anyways. Was it the Mayans that thought what's his name was a Quetzalcoatl or was that Incas? Um, well, there's another interesting thing. You know, we talk about we talk You're about Cortez being considered a god. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that was the Aztecs. Uh, uh, oh, Aztecs. Gotcha. Yeah, he only talked with the Aztecs. Yeah. I also, I, also I, I can only remember the god they mistook him for as Quetzalcoatl, the big this bird. Book, uh-huh. This book also made me rethink a racist thing that I never realized was super racist before. Was the Aztecs always get a bunch of shit for uh, ritual human sacrifice? And yes. if you examine France and England at the same time, and the number of public executions they have, they were killing way more people publicly and gruesomely. So I yeah. don't know why we're like, we're the Aztecs for cutting up. That's like pretty sure it's white people throughout the entirety the of most. the Cold War. So say 1950, 52 to 1991, <laughs> the Soviet Union had one tenth the prisoner population the United States had. I just realized that echoes like. That echoes like modern sexism in a way. Like, you know how whenever yeah. a man says maybe we should do this or that, he's considered assertive or a leader. If a woman does the same thing, she's considered bossy. Well, when yeah. the Aztecs murder a bunch of people, they're crazy savages. When white people yeah. do it, oh, they're just having a revelation, a revolution. Yeah, but we, say- also, we also can't fall into the anti the the anti-Spanish colonization. Yes. It, oh, Fox oh, News is the same way, I guess. Yeah. Like, like the uh, a whole bunch of fucked up shit, especially okay. with the encomienda system. But like saying that the Spanish treated the natives worse than the French or worse than the British or worse than the Americans or worse than the Portuguese is actually Portuguese and British propaganda. Um, like, like, yeah, they all did really fucked up shit, but the Spanish weren't necessarily more cruel than anyone else. They just got a shit ton of bad press at the exact same time because they were getting all this gold. They were inflating economies across Europe, invading the Dutch and taking over the Dutch. And like a lot of people hated them. So there was a fuck ton of anti-Spanish propaganda just flying around out there. And historians focusing on what rich people were talking about were like, oh, probably true. <laughs> it's probably true. Like, yeah, no, the British, we, we treat our natives a lot better. You know, we're, we're making them Christian. We're, we're not putting them on the farm. We're just telling them to keep scooting. Keep so, become Christian. So if, keep a, so if a woman does do things that a man does is considered assertive, a woman is considered an Aztec, and that's just sexist. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's. Uh, I guess that's it for today. Um, Fire your boss. All right. Remember to uh, send yeah, us send us it. messages. Uh, if you have send us messages. If you have, um, even if it's just, I disagree, how dare you? Like, write a comment in the YouTube section. All engagement is good engagement. If you have anything that you would, uh, problems that you can't hack, 
Uh, you need you need to call in the experts. If you um, like the video, thumbs up. If you don't, downvote the shit out of it. We don't care. You, YouTube still says, hey, these people are engaging. Way, engagement is engagement. If you don't like the content, please put a down arrow. If, if, you, can't, down. if you can't get a hold please, of the experts. Write in the comment, uh, you guys are the worst. You can get a hold of us. We're cheaper we than are. we're cheaper than therapy. <laughs> we are. Write us, write us your letters, write us your own dear Wesley letters. We will tell you that you're right. Finance lawyer. <laughs> Hire us as your lawyers. We'll represent you in court. Oh, Hell yeah. We oh, definitely God. won't get tackled by the bailiff. We know yeah, that much. We'll be your legal team. We can't be any worse than you.